Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Often I get challenged because I am a woman in IT, but I don't, I expect that. Which is sad because the younger women don't expect that. My name is Spree Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. Yes, we are in Phoenix, Arizona, celebrating the most extraordinary women in tech. And it has been exciting to be part of this event called ACT. ACT is an inspiring, collaborative, just connective atmosphere of heart-driven leaders pushing women in tech forward. Produced by this beautiful organization called Chick Tech. Hello, Jean. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Nice to meet you, too. And I hear you started a podcast as well. I'm working on starting a podcast okay. about women talking IT. So, yeah. This is, okay. I know. So I had to connect with you. So uh, there we go. This is rad. Okay. Yeah. Start out. Tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do, and we'll get into what your podcast is okay. going to be about. Yeah. All right. That sounds great. So I'm an, on the older side of the tech world. Okay. But I, um, it took me till I was like 35 to get into tech. So I was working in education. I worked at City Colleges of Chicago and I did some consulting stuff. And I was working at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange in the clearinghouse for 10 years. Wow. And a friend of mine who worked in IT said, you need to come to the company I work for. Right. And that was CompuCom. So I went there and I was like, home, this is it. Yeah. I belong here. And it was so great. So I started managing. I didn't I had some technical skills, but and I understood the concept, but I didn't really have any background in it. Right. So I just started running it, and I found out technical management of technical people and some of those things. So right. I got really pumped, and I got into it. So I worked for them for a long time, right. and I went to consulting. Yeah. And uh, when I was... When I was in the uh, CompuCom, I actually had an account, Kraft Foods, that we had like 35 techni- technical people there. Right. And not one of them was talking to each other. They were all over the place. Yeah. It was crazy. So I just got their act together. I got the billing together. I did a lot of the hard back office right. work in technology, yeah. but that nobody wants to do. It's not the sexy stuff. But I got it. And then I started managing the people. And then I, and I got more and more of the tech. It was heaven. It I was, mean, it's a little bit daunting. To go from no tech to tech later on in life. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it moves so fast. Even if you grow up in it, it's changed overnight. How do you? And we were just before Y2K. 
It was That's literally, crazy. it was crazy. It was crazy. But what I find with tech yeah. is that I can, uh, if you listen to them, yeah. you can talk, you can understand. Like I learned, no, this is what I thought yeah. some of my area specialties Tell was. me. I knew how to translate. Yeah. So the geeks would talk geek. Right. And I'd be, okay, what you mean is you're going to move it from one server to another. And they're right. going, export the data, this, yeah, that, the yeah, other. Yeah. And I'm going, you're just going to move it from one data to the other. What's the interface? And they're oh. like, oh, she understands. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and we're talking, so 1999, right. 98, 99, they were like, oh, my God, here's a woman who actually understands what the hell we're saying. Right. So for me, that was like, yeah, I can speak geek. Yeah. So that's how really I got into it. I can translate from geek to yeah. regular language. Yeah. And then implement it. So, and you're going to do this on your podcast. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So, so, so talk about your podcast. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I've been doing a lot yeah. of things. I consulted and I got help desk is like my area of specialty. Help support, desk. Yeah. Support. Any yeah. of the back end support. Yeah. Because no matter what sexy thing you're it doing. It means you're super technical because you need to really understand in order to communicate I'm it on the regular driven. like that. Okay. Uh, technical issues are one thing. I got technical people if they really want to geek out on yeah, it. Yeah. But what happens is you need a process in a support environment to right. really get the work done. Right. And to support, like all the projects that are getting yeah. done, they're fabulous. Guess who got to support it? Yeah. My entire team. I'm right. like, right now, I manage a team offshore. There's 35 guys offshore who right. manage for our clients. Oh my gosh, I hate managing. How do you do it? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Okay, and give us a managing tip. Give us a managing tip. Okay, well, when they're in India and you have a project manager there, it's a whole lot easier yeah. than having them on site yeah. and, and doing that. You know, um, managing tip. Uh, if they're not following the process, you can pin them to the wall and make sure they follow the process. Yeah. If they don't follow the process, then you move them out. Yeah. It's it's pretty basic. And the other thing is I'm transparent. I say, this is what I expect right. from you. These are what the processes are. Right. If there's a problem with it, we'll yeah. work with you on it. Yeah. But if you're not going to follow it, then you need to go find something else to, to do. Totally. That's, that's it. So that's what I, I've done and I've learned how to do it all along. So, um, but anyway, so my, so I've been in technology. Um, I went to, I, I managed like J Crew. Right. We right. had a POS and a internal support desk. Right. So that's your store support yeah. and the other support. Yeah. And during that time, I went to Columbia and I decided to go to the grad school there for right. technology management. And I met like a, a, one of my best friends, right. Francine. So we started talking. It was a two year program, five women. 27 guys. Right. So that's the norm, right? Yeah. And so we graduated. And all the guys wanted to be on our teams, project teams, because they're like, you guys get it done. So it's really fun. Um, but my friend Francine and I, uh, at the graduation, one of the guys. Wait, is Francine the one you're doing the podcast with? Yeah. No. Okay, cool. Uh, that, I'm like, why is that name yeah. sound so familiar? Okay. Because Francine and I, like, we just would riff and we'd talk and we'd have a great time. And so one of the guys at graduation says, you two need to start a show together. And that's where the podcast idea came out. So literally, I've been thinking about this since 2012. But now I finally got, um, I'm working for Tech Systems now. Right. And I really like yeah. it. Um, but I need more. Because it's, you know, I've done this stuff before. I know how, I got it down cold. Yeah. So that's what, what, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you've successfully overcome? And what did you learn from it? I think every day is a challenge. Like, what's new? What's the newest thing coming down the road? What do you have to be aware of? So for me, one of the things I really wanted to do was manage offshore teams. Right. And I hadn't been offshore. Right. So that was a challenge. That was a challenge. That's it. So I was working as a contractor for AIG. Right. We needed to train everybody to support 72,000 people um, in a 
one month period and I'd be training them at the same time. Right. So we all worked around the clock. So I flew to Chennai, got with the team, and we were working nights too. Right. It was crazy. And there was no air conditioning because it's Chennai, it's 90 degrees in the middle of the night. So we worked overnight and we set, I trained everybody and we rolled this thing out within three weeks. And yeah. it was brutal, but it was amazing. It was That was the most challenging thing we've done. And we got everybody on board in terms of logistics. Uh, in terms of personality and things, yeah. I think some of the challenges there are um, dealing with people who aren't being straight with me. Right. Like, that's my hardest thing. I'll tell you the truth, but you have to tell me the truth back if it's right. not right for you. So for me, that's the biggest challenge. Yeah. And often I get challenged because I am a woman in IT, but I don't, I expect that. Which is sad because yeah. the younger women don't expect that, but I do, and I move. Now I don't get that as much because I'm older. So I think we were talking about that in a, in an, a different interview where it's not just IT or tech. In life, we have perceptions of people. Yes. Period, and it all it stems from where we've been in life to where we've come today, and what we wear, or what we drive, or what kind of job we have, whatever. I mean, there's just perceptions everywhere, right? And so it's about um, confidently communicating your value and self worth, no matter what the situation, right? Right. Yeah. What I love about this the con- the conference we're at right now yeah. is I feel like everyone drops those judgments yeah. and just accepts whoever. And we t- we it, this is. This feels like the conference where everybody's just so open yeah. and they're, they're, everybody's coming and saying, oh, yeah, we're all competent, interesting, talented women with different skills. Tell us your story. Totally. And that's what's been great for me. Totally. Because sometimes I think, you know, I'm 58. So I'm, sometimes I have my moments of cynicism and jadedness. And then I came into something like this, old, young, everybody was open. And that's been exciting for me. So um, and I think I get cha- I challenge myself by coming here. You know, and I challenged myself by joining Chick Tech last year. I just joined them, and I'm in the Chicago branch. That's so cool. Tell, tell us more. Tell us more about Chick Tech, about everything. So Chick Tech, my company sponsored a, a party, a, like a, a cocktail party, yeah. and then they made a presentation. I'm like, I used to do education. Yeah. I have an English lit. Then I got my master's yeah. in technology. These people are for me. Right. And so that's what I did. I, I, I went up to I said, I really want to be involved in this. So they had me come and volunteer for the ACTW conference in Chicago. Right. Which is just like, this is great. These yeah. are, I met fantastic women. We're all committed to it. We all have different skills. Yeah. And um, so that's how I got involved. And so I became the volunteer lead for Chicago. And it's it's just like the the I, I go to these sessions, the workshops for the teenage the yeah. girls. Yeah, yeah. And I learned how to my SQL, you know, right, do, right. do query searches right. on the Netflix database for, you know, totally. it was great. It was yeah. great, you know. And the girls are they're so like, oh, wow, this is exciting. They're quiet, but they're yeah. so quietly excited. Yeah. The kickoff weekend, there were so many things to see of what the girls had done in Chicago. Right. And it was just unbelievable. And you know, Chicago's got a real challenge yeah. for schools. So pulling these young women from all these different co- schools around the city of Chicago, yeah. It, it just felt so good. It just, and it's not, I have to admit, it's not all altruistic. It's not altruistic <laughs> at all because we get so much out of right. it as volunteers. Yeah. I feel like I'm feeding my soul by being there. Oh, you no, know? totally. It's, like I do this podcast for selfish reasons because I love making a positive impact on other people's go. lives. It sounds so hokey, but hey, like it I get hokey. to make the, yeah. yeah. And, and the privilege. other thing is when I was in grad school, the year we graduated, there was another group coming up in the fall 
there were no women. We had five out of 27. Yeah. There were no women in the upcoming class. Right. And that's really unsettling. It's like we're not bringing the girls into technology right. at whatever level we need to. Right. And we had a fight. My, Francine and I joke about how we had a fight to get our way. Right. Francine particularly because she had a kid when she was 16. Yeah. And then she went back to school and she got her undergrad. And yeah. then she got her grad and she learned coding along the way. But they looked at her and said, oh, you don't, it's Columbia. Oh, you don't have a really good record. You didn't yeah. get A's when you, she's like, that's 23 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I've been working in it. So that's the prejudice. We can see it. She went and fought her way in. She's smarter than me, I'll tell you that, any day of the week. <laughs> and um, and she, you know, she does QA and development. That's, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So um, where can we find you, find out more about you? Well, I'm in Chicago. Yeah. I got to start a website, but you can always get hold of me at my email. email. Twitter, LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I jcuff51. Can you J- spell it for us? At jcuff51. C-U-F-F? C-U-F-F. So J- at J. The letter J. Yes. Yeah. C-U-F-F-51. Cool. What is your favorite book, personal or professional, or both? Oh, my favorite book. I thought you were going to ask me movies. I can list those for days. Um, when I was younger, I read Gone with the Wind five times. <laughs> I read Little Women three times. Recently, I just like murder mysteries. They relax. And my mom me. likes murder. I love she murder mysteries. It. So P.D. James is like one of my favorites. So P.D. James, P.D. James, or Janet Ivanovich, who just died, who was doing hilarious. Uh, Are they true stories? No, no, they're all detective. Yeah, yeah. One's British. You need to send them to me because my mom is obsessed with murder mysteries. Oh, well, she's already read these. Then she's yeah. read Ivanovich who's really funny, writes about yeah. Stephanie, who runs around New Jersey. I, I mean, I don't read these. Yeah, so, yeah. So they're I'm, I'm too paranoid. I'd get caught up. <laughs> uh, well, I'll see, one of my podcasts I've been listening to is My Favorite Murder. Oh, I heard about that one. I heard Hilarious. it's really good. And Hilarious. I was like, no, I'll make me paranoid. I have never been so laughing so hard and so grossed out by the murder. In my, but now if I see somebody says something like a guy is weird guy I see walking down yeah. the street, I walk by and I'm like, oh, he's a murderer. Because, what? Because, no, I completely cannot listen to this podcast. Oh, so I would become funny, so though. paranoid. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're in California. So you might. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, and your favorite tech tool. My favorite tech tool these days is ServiceNow because I get I'm a data geek. So I'm able to pull a ton of data from it and do some work with it. So. Uh, tell us more about it. Um, so ServiceNow is a tool that uh, most of the support desks, either help desks or other, like I manage a knock right now, they use to collect data and to get their tickets so they know what they have to fix. So it's either set up automatic or someone opens a ticket manually. And the thing is, it, it, it gives you all the information and the notes and the data and the time it was open, time it was closed. And so I use do a lot of data analysis with my offshore team to yeah. make sure that we're meeting the SLAs, service level agreements. I'm not sure if I have to explain that. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like to explain yeah. everything. Yeah. So, so, so because we're a contractor for our clients, we have to measure those service level agreements and make sure we're meeting them. So, ServiceNow, um, you know, I've been, I've done Salesforce.com as well, but ServiceNow is my tool for now because I most of my our clients use it. It's a pretty yeah. big tool, and there's a lot of information there. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. So. Thank you for hanging out with Thank the Women you. in Tech podcast. Thank you. You gotta go get some rest soon. Nope, no rest right. for me. As PDD says, I could sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> so you guys say hello at Women in Tech on so- Women in Tech show on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and connect with more extraordinary women in tech around the world 
on the Women in Tech Facebook group, womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight to the Facebook group. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Women in Tech is an independently funded project funded by you, the community. So the way that you could support us is by going to patreon.com slash women in tech and making a small contribution. Every little bit counts. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash women in tech. Thank you so much for believing in our vision. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.